Are you ready? Yes. Okay. I'm nervous. Hi, I'm Eric. And I'm Lauren. And you're listening to Podcast Podcast. The podcast that talks about how great podcasts are. How self-obsessed. you guys we almost didn't make it <laughs> so we are flying without dj Wu today can you hear us it's like we have never touched a computer no. in our lives i, I, do, I <laughs> we are lost without him eric figured it out i was like several times like let's just give up and go home it's 3 a.m like, let's right quit now. our jobs just we yeah. tried to start this at 6 30 and it's 3 a.m we just figured it out. i was like packing my bags to go back to ohio it's i was true. like i give up on my life she was like i'm gonna um move out it yeah. looks like you need your space while I'm you're a, figuring this out. I'm a naysayer. I kept on being like, well, let's just give up forever. And Eric was like, no, we're going to get it. And we did. We did well, we... when we say we, <laughs> it wasn't me. It was real teamwork. I have to admit, I couldn't have done it without she you. He kept on going, <gasps> like, and the first like 30 times he did that, I was like, oh my gosh, I think we're close. But then it was kind of like you were a boy who cried wolf. Every Amy. little victory, I was excited because yeah. it was like, I figured out like the audio input victory. Yeah. Then it's like, the garage band like front facing thing looked more like Justin's did victory. Oh my gosh. I know. And I was not being supportive. You were being very supportive. Point being, we undervalued DJ J. Wu. Exactly. And all he does for us. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah. we're here. We did. Whew. And I will never do that again. Oh my gosh. <laughs> do we, could you remember what you just did? Yeah. Okay. Whew. Well, that's the thing is like, we used to do this on our own. Yeah, that's true. Before DJ J. Wu. And I, so it was like, I was trying to conjure back yeah. the muscle memory. I was also trying it. to conjure back me being like, let's just give up. And I, <laughs> I was able to remember how to do that. Yo, wow. what are our show anyway. notes? Okay. Um, rate us on iTunes and five stars. Yeah. Tell a friend. Just tell a friend. Just scream in your friend's face, podcast, podcast. Yeah. That's all you have to do. Yeah. That's all I ask. You know how our segment segment is just kind of our time to like talk about something we're excited about, something in media that we've really dug or something. Um, we do that naturally with our friends all the time. We're like, hey, I saw this movie you should see. You, you take can a say, night shower. hey, yeah. I, <laughs> take a night shower, make a couch for it. I listen to this great podcast yeah. and you might you might enjoy it just bring it up P- put it in your email signature at work i mean it's not <laughs> it's not hard it's not hard at all um then or your other option is to call the big listen yeah 202-885-POD1 or if you don't want to talk on the phone i understand that i don't like email. talking to people yeah email big listen at I wamu.org don't like talking clearly <laughs> okay yeah um i also really quick wanted to say last episode i we were talking about the sporkful yeah and um ann was a, a character that had written in about to the sporkful about her mother was from the Midwest and she had kind of stopped eating Midwestern food and her mother was like really unhappy and they were kind of fighting about yeah. like she, she had become a vegetarian. Her mom didn't like it. And I was kind of hard on Anne and it's been bothering me. Oh, I no. Like I was too hard on her. Wow. Like it's a really crazy situation. Yeah, and that I was the one judgmental. where she married a guy who was Indian and and uh, cooked Indian all the time. Like they cooked Indian all the time, and she was they were wanting her mom to cook more Indian. And her mom was like, "I don't even like that food. It's kind of a I lot on me. I feel mouth. like I've yeah yeah oh, and I feel like I was just like not understanding. It's yeah. not my situation. I w- I've been feeling bad about it, so I just want to look clear the air. Like that's so I'm nice sorry, of you. Yeah. 
And part of the reason I actually started feeling bad about it uh. was not completely selfless. Like, okay, so the Sporkful has this thing where it's like, call in and tell us how you know it's Thanksgiving in a voice memo and we'll uh-huh. try to put it on the show. And I did it. And so no I way. emailed the Sporkful and I was like, here's yeah. my clip for you to maybe use on the show. And I get an email back from Anne. <gasps> and she was so nice. Wait, Anne works on the show? Yeah. Oh, interesting. And she w- I was like, oh my gosh, this is the Anne. I was like, I really enjoyed that episode. And she was like talking about how it's like hard to put your family out there. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Well, I, I bet like, because now we all have like serious judgments oh. about her situation. I know. And I feel really bad. Like I don't, she's a really nice person. And I, yeah. I was so mean to her and I'm sorry. Well, it's tough. I mean, we were we were split. Yeah, on we that we one, also but. made fun of her mom. So we make fun of everyone. It's we f- fair. We felt like they both could have given a little bit more. Yeah. But we also acknowledge that like we don't know their situation and how much the mom had tried in the past or how much she hadn't or yeah. you know it's tricky. So Anne, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but don't listen to the last episode. We're we love not you. Like it, and we love you. And please use the clip I sent you. The last episode, episode 35, was just um, the sound of a baby crying yeah. for 38 minutes mothers would not do like not it. listen no, to it not for moms. there's nothing else on it nope. <laughs> um well good correction wow well, we rarely have corrections it's only when i start feeling a bit guilty about something what was your reason for knowing it was thanksgiving i don't know if i really understand that prompt um it was like how do you know in the world that like what reminds you of thanksgiving season oh cool 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 and it was that my mom and i always would make never mind it's gonna be on the show the sporkful well i I'll can't bring, wait to hear yeah. it yeah listen um Pins what about noodles, guys what about that article that com- always comes back around from mcsweeney's Oh, it's decorative gourd season, motherfucker! That's the one. I lo- oh, that's a good one. That always reminds me of you, but that's also my oh. indicator of like, oh, it's Thanksgiving is coming. One of the funniest things ever written, ever. So good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, it's not segment, segment. Don't talk about articles. Oh, sorry. Ooh, I hate articles. <laughs> I hate reading. Um, I don't even know how. I only so. like podcasts. <laughs> um, should we jump into our podcast challenge? Yeah. So I this, love this part of the show. It's your favorite. Yeah. I love that it's your favorite. This is the part where, where I Lauren... I like it because it's like safe surprise. It's like surprise yeah. time, but like no one's going to be like, Lauren, like you have to like jump really high on a trampoline or like you have to catch a ball. Like those are bad surprises. <laughs> I love the idea that someone's like, surprise, jump on a trampoline. I don't know. It makes me nervous. That's a good surprise oh if God, you no, ask no, no, me. No, no. I'm afraid of jumping. I was uh, visiting my niece and my family and I got to sit in on her gymnastics class she's two and a half oh my gosh i bet i would be really good at that it was the best but oh. i got to jump on this really big trampoline it was so fun it was a good surprise do you have pictures from this oh i sure do i'll I show you after need this oh we have videos and oh and boomerangs was she wearing a little gymnastics N- outfit no she's wearing her regular oh, cute clothes well, i know yeah well all of her clothes are cute so it doesn't matter <laughs> it's true okay podcast challenge is where we challenge each other to listen to something that we either love we want the other person to listen to because we haven't listened to it or whatever reason we want because it's our challenge and not yours true so last week i challenged you to listen to Query, which is Cameron Esposito's new podcast about talking to um, folks in the LGBTQ plus community, um, movers and shakers, actors, activists, writers, etc. And I wanted you to listen to the episode with trans actor and activist and producer and writer and all those good things, Jen Richards, who I really L-O-V-E. What did you think? I loved. You did? Of course. Especially. You'd already listened to Query. You know that. I had, but like. Well, I love Jen Richards. 
And this was great because I didn't realize Cameron Esposito knew so much about religion. Oh, interesting. And so... It, the, some of that she knows a lot about yeah. the Bible and yeah. stuff, so I was like really digging it. I love it when people like know a lot about the Bible and then are still open to it. I hate it when people just like hate everything about the Bible because yep. they think it's wrong and they're yep. not even curious about understanding it. Mm. And that was my favorite part of the conversation. They were both really, um, they were talking a lot about Jesus's real message, and that was absolutely my favorite part of the conversation. Um, yeah, I loved it. it. It's a really open-ended conversation. Yeah, but. They're such, they're two superstar people. Yeah. So it's like, you just want to hear them talking forever. I, yep. And I'm definitely, I've listened to more since. Like I am totally in. And I, I love it. Yeah. What a good one. It, the other thing about this show is like Cameron Esposito is a very informed, very smart right. queer person. And the people she has on are always educating her, which just means like, she it's like this great coming together of like really smart minds really thoughtful minds who are not only educating each other but like obviously educating me as a listener i can't remember because i listened to a few episodes but i even feel like there were a couple of times where she apologized for things that she said totally and like totally up to things yeah so it's like you're learning with her yeah it's not completely um, it's not like someone's telling you stuff yeah and she's just so likable it's like you're in this like happy little bubble of like it's it's lovely. Yeah, yeah it's really Jill, lovely. Jill, to that point, Jill Soloway was on, and I, I believe I, I'm gonna have to look this up to be sure, but I believe that Jill Soloway um, is identifying as non-binary, and so their their um, uh, preferred pronouns would be they them there. So they were talking a lot about that, and Cameron was saying, you know, she's definitely been wrong about that argument in the past and how she still uses things like you guys and that sort of stuff so you're so right like it is such an evolution and we're all sort of on it with her it's fun i love it it's fun right i'm adding it to my list okay great what is what do you um what's your challenge for me okay have you heard of the podcast a funny feeling no okay um it is Comedian and paranormal enthusiasts, <gasps> oh, you Betsy Sidero <laughs> and Marcy Giroux, who oh are gosh. hysterical. First, they're hysterical. Then they're believers in ghosts. Uh. <laughs> yes. This is the podcast I have been waiting for, and I believe that you have too. I am ready for this podcast. Oh my gosh. And guess who is on episode two? I'm so nervous. Um, Who is it? Mary Holland. Ah! Uh. And you love Mary Holland. I, so, and her story is so scary. It's really <laughs> it good. Is. Okay, so I, my, why I challenged you a few a few weeks back was the Percast with Mary Holland. I know. So this is really feels full circle that I now get to listen to this one with I'm Mary Holland. I'm hitting you back with the Mary Holland. And Wait, so the, the guests tell ghost stories? Yes. Oh, you Lauren. Your ghost stories uh. and like... Like, um, I think it's Marcy doesn't really believe, but she wants to, but like Betsy oh, totally good. does. So there's they one like sort mix. of skeptic. Yeah. I love it. But they're just, I mean, I would listen to them talk about nothing. They're uh, so funny. I, they've been on the dumbbells, uh-huh, which is my uh-huh. favorite. That's how I heard about this podcast. <laughs> uh-huh. So I was like raring to go. Oh, I was like, goodness. I was tweeting her. I was like, when's it coming? When's it yep. coming? And now it's here. Uh, just in time for spooky, spooky, spooky Halloween. Spooky Halloween time. So. You're in for a treat. There's three episodes. Can but I? You can uh, listen to any of them, but the Mary Holland one is is a really basically good one. for you. Uh, okay. Can I um leave re- the recording now and go listen to that? I'll wait. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just let's, let's take a quick break. I'm going to listen to all three episodes, and then in three hours, we'll come back. I'm going to go watch Beyond Deck. Great. Below Deck. And we're back. Okay. Thank you for your patience. Wow. What happened on your thing? Well, I can't wait to tell you, but it's going to have to wait until the challenge section of next episode. Oh my God. Can't wait. Spooky. Uh, Speaking of spooky, do we have a sponsor this week? Oh my gosh. Of course. (laughs) Um, This episode is brought to you by BioClarity. Eric, I have a question for you. What is a cell membrane? Um, uh, What is the (laughs) functional unit of heredity? You look... Oh, um, it's, uh, well, you just, you go, I do know, but you go on. Okay. Um, there are two types of cells, eukaryotic and parokrytotic. True or false? True. Oh, I I don't know. I mean, maybe you said that. It sounds convincing. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I don't know this shit either. And that's because I don't have BioClarity. And BioClarity is the online website that gives you clarity on bio. (laughs) The subject, you fucking hated and failed when you had to take it 20 years ago. And now you fucking hate it even more. What is mitosis? What is thallophyta? How many divisions do all bodies of insects have? I didn't know then and I don't know now. But what if my niece was doing her homework and she asked me? I would look like a fucking idiot, wouldn't I? Yes. Yeah. But not if I visited bioclarity.com. BioClarity reminds you of all those stupid questions you always hated and never cared about, and then they tell you the answers. Just visit BioClarity.com. The site is free. There's just a shitload of ads, so it's like super annoying, (laughs) but go visit anyway. Maybe click on some of the ads so that they make some money, and then the ads are for like really dumb things like motorcycle insurance and shit, but like stuff you don't need. But next time my niece starts asking me annoying stuff like what sterile female honeybees are called... I can visit BioClarity and get the goddamn answers. And my niece will think I'm a genius. And if you put in promo code podcast podcast, they will give you the answers to those pesky calculus questions. And those are so awful and horrifying. I don't even want to bring them up right now. But trust me, your niece is going to ask you and you're going to want to be ready. BioClarity, look like a genius in front of your niece. And please click on those motorcycle insurance ads while you're at it. Thanks, BioClarity. I hate to say it, but... I love Dinner Party Download, the podcast that sort of gives you fun, like, anecdotes to t- to talk about at a dinner party. I, I fear BioClarity might replace Dinner Party Download as my go-to source for dinner party conversation. They're really filling the gap of basically all podcasts. People love hearing about this yeah, stuff. Yeah. Biology. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Well, thanks, BioClarity. I mean, I got a C in high school biology, but now I can learn everything I didn't care about then. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Um, Hey, can you do that um, that, uh, news alert sound that you do? Thank you. Breaking news. We just got word from our editor, Kara Hughes, that there's a recent episode of 99% Invisible. Have you you? I know what you're going to say, and I don't want you to say it. That's about the athletic no, brazier. No. But wait, she reports they don't reveal. La, la, la. They do not oh. reveal when the actual bra was invented. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow, no uh, one really, it's true that no one knows. No one knows. If you're a newer listener, uh, we sort of have this ongoing thing where Lauren 
um, doesn't want to know when the bra was invented, though she always poses that as a, does anyone know when the bra was invented? Um, but now I don't want to know. It's it's a real mystery. It was like in typing class. We had to like pick a question to ask, and he never t- specifically said it had to be about computers, so yeah. I asked when the bra was invented, and he didn't know. <laughs> and so I've never known ever since. Yeah. But I, I, I saw And there's no that, way to know. I saw that episode, and I was like, look, Pat. Like, I pretended like it didn't <laughs> exist, and it made me very nervous. But so, I mean, that was, I was nervous. That was a nervous experience for me yeah, just now. Yeah, I'm really sorry. I'm really glad. Like, I've come through it, and yeah. it, I'm relieved. So. I'm, I'm sorry, and happy Halloween. Thank you. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, I was well, just giving I you a thrill. Well, it's I was so true. Nightmares. You could actually listen to it. In fact, yeah. I know I will. Yeah. Okay. Pod- podcast challenge due is find Athletic out stuff about this year. Oh my gosh. On Thanks, 99% Invisible. Thanks for I'm the heads up, Kara. I'm emailed you and not me. No, she I'm emailed like, us both. Oh gosh. Yeah. You're just checking your email while you're podcasting, I see. Yeah, because I don't care about this. You okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty checked out. Multitasker. <laughs> my email is the least of your worries that I'm checking during this podcast. Oh my gosh. I know. What else are you doing over there? <laughs> I'd rather not say. Oh. Um, Thanks, Kara, for the real-time update. Thanks, Kara. It's much appreciated. Um, wow. I wonder if she emailed at that moment because she knew we were podcasting. Uh, she she sensed Kara. it. I certainly didn't tell her. She does have full access to my calendar, though. Oh, good. <laughs> um, you ready for clip one? I was born ready. Okay. Have you heard of the new podcast, How Do You Sleep at Night? I have heard of it, but I have How not listened. How Do You Sleep at Night? Um, it's a new podcast about people who live their lives in the face of judgment. Sarah McVeigh interviews in an Australian accent, <laughs> a, like a big tobacco lobbyist, big game hunters, a, a, a killer, a stock market manipulator. And the show explores the different moral codes we all live by. Because, she interviews someone who's killed a person? Yes. Holy cow. Um, and their, their idea is like, no one thinks they're a bad person, right? So like when you're doing bad stuff, what do you think about it? Right. So. Oh, cool. Um, the first episode interviews, so this is episode one called Big Game Hunters, and in it, Sarah um, interviews Beck and Sharna, who shoot animals for sport, and they eat the animals they kill, and they post photos of themselves posing with corpses on social media, and uh-huh, then they display uh-huh. the corpses in their homes. Great. Do you remember the first time you became aware that not everyone thought that hunting was a good thing to do? Uh, once I started putting stuff on social media. <laughs> Can you share some of the comments that you've received over the years? Um, happy, you psychotic murderer. Will this make mummy and daddy love you now? You sick, disgusting whore. Coward. How can you kill baby deers or any animals and eat it? I hope you choke. Stop killing beautiful animals for your sick fetish. Thanks. You should stick a rifle up your cunt and pull the trigger. Heavy. How does it make you feel? It can make you feel pretty shitty, and especially when I first started getting them, I used to read a lot of them, and sometimes even try and write back. Why do you think they have such a strong reaction to you? I think they they think we go out there to torture animals where we don't. Do you ever think, gee, maybe I am a bad person? Oh, they don't make me think I'm a bad person. I guess sometimes some people have a point, like an educated point to make. Um, And it does, like, it makes me think about it and especially the one, like, people saying, oh, that's, you know, that's what a serial killer does. A serial collects tokens and those kind of things. And for me, I was like, well, what, I want to know what separates me from a serial killer. 
And so the the answer is that you don't kill humans. Yeah. So is that all? I don't. No, I don't kill humans. There's lots of things that I don't kill. No, I mean, is that all that separates you from a serial killer? Um, I'm a nurse, and I have compassion for people. And um, there's plenty of things I do. Obviously, serial killers they don't think about their actions. They're sociopaths. So there's quite a bit that so- <laughs> separates me. Do you think they're good people? Uh, I have so many. I I have so many feelings on this. So. It's hard because I can't really relate to wanting to hunt. Um, But I think that all hunters are not bad people, certainly. This clip made me really mad. But can you guess why? Um, I mean, I was annoyed just in her trying to justify herself. But why does it make you mad? I, my blood is boiling. I'm on her side. And I'm a vegetarian, and uh-huh. I would never, ever kill an animal or do what she's doing. Uh-huh. But this reaction is out of control. Wait, the reaction, the, that the she's like, getting responses. On social media. Yeah, of course. But This is a big problem to me, yeah. where people are like, I mean, I feel like I shouldn't even be saying this on the podcast, because not everyone's a vegetarian, yeah. but if you eat meat, you have to acknowledge right. That you're not an animal lover. Yeah. You, you are killing animals every single day. And I wonder, are all these commenters vegetarians? Because unless you're like a vegan, I don't think you can give these women shit. They're, I know. They are not, they're not killing. Every, when you eat meat, you probably kill something every day. Yep. They're doing this a couple times a year. And by the way, in really torturous ways. Yeah. And th- these are animals that in the wild, not in a factory. Yeah. That, that are living their lives. And they they use up, they, um at one point, they talk about how they they do put the things around their homes, like the heads and stuff, because they want to use everything. They eat, they use everything. Yeah, but throwing I, something up on your wall isn't using it, I wouldn't say. I mean, I wouldn't either, but I think that they're honoring it in every way that they can. I just, yeah. listen, I'm not going to do this. Yeah. Like, I don't agree with them, but I really hate more, more than I hate what they're doing. I hate how people think they're much better than them. Yeah. And they're eating chicken every night. I just don't see the difference. There's um John Waters killed a chicken in his movie Plank Flamingos. Have you heard of this? Uh-huh. And animal rights activists would say to him, how can you kill a chicken for a movie? And he would say, well, um, I, I eat chicken, and I know that chicken don't land on my plate from a heart attack, and we bought the chicken from a farmer right. who advertised freshly killed chicken. I think we made the chicken's life better. It got to be in a movie. It got fucked. And then right after filming the next <laughs> take, the cast ate the chicken. Yep. Oh, yeah, because they, they fucked the chicken in the movie. Sorry. So they, they literally fucked it in the movie. A person did? Yeah. So the chicken had like a kind of crazy life, but like... Oh, wait. I didn't know that part. Yeah. So that feels like a little... Oh, um, Eric. <laughs> no, but I, I totally hear your point. And I feel like there are a lot of people who on social media or whatever are like go crazy about like, oh my gosh, this dog was treated ho- poorly. Bah, bah, bah. Like, how could anyone do this? This is monstrous. I just love animals too much. And I kind of no. feel like to your point, like, yes, hurting a dog is horrible. But to say I love an I, I personally am way better than this. I could never. It's like, well. Factory farms are really torturous oh and pigs are as smart as dogs and all oh this kind of gosh, stuff. And it kills me. In that same breath, I acknowledge that I eat dairy and dairy cows are treated just as poorly as as like cows that are brought to slaughter. Like I am totally complicit in animal torture and I completely acknowledge that. And I think people do what they can do. 
but I think your point is like this attitude of like you're a monster and I'm a saint like you can't have that attitude unless you're completely absolved and no it is really hard because at one point they say they do not see the difference between a fly and a giraffe and guess what I I do see a huge difference because I will need a cow but I will kill the fuck out of a fly so fast (laughs) like I do we all draw our own lines I dairy also and I feel I do I feel bad I think I'm I might as well be killing them yeah if you eat dairy but like I just don't, this idea, I mean, the things that they were saying to these girls, it's just like, get off your high horse. Totally. It's, oh. it's out of control. It reminds me of that asshole doctor. And I mean, he was a huge asshole who was in the news because he was um, paying to game hunt and then yep. posted his pictures online. Yep. And I mean, like, fuck him. Like, seriously, fuck him. But like, people were threatening to kill him. And yeah. people kill animals every day for food on their plates. And it just seems so cr- hypocritical to me it's true that guy's like life was ruined and and that's a bigger epidemic this idea of like the this like social justice where people just go nuts on a person and just like get them fired get that like like try to ruin their lives when it's like okay i get that this was a bad choice that this person made but we don't need to like go mob mentality yeah and i just i feel so passionately about this because i think often people think that i'm going to be bothered by like bull bull bullfighting or something yeah and like if i wasn't an animal and I probably would get killed. I'd rather get killed in a bull ring, like honored and in a big event and then have no light being a slaughterhouse. Like I, I don't see yeah. it. I mean, I but, don't, but to that point, actually, I think you made a good point about the hunting to begin with because bullfighting, I, I'm, I feel like it's pretty shitty because it's, it's really torturing the animal. I mean, you're stabbing and stabbing and stabbing the animal until they're so worn down that they can't fight anymore. Um, that is torture when you're sitting in a field and stalking an animal and then shooting it dead with one shot. Right. That feels better. But to I'm a me narcissist. A, so I would like kind of get a kick out of like being like, like in being the middle so of the famous. stage. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's fair. And maybe then, like, maybe they want to clap. Maybe they love yeah. the attention. I don't know. I just mean, I basically, if you're picking deaths, let's pick our deaths. Right. I would factory be in a, uh, you know, that's last. Yeah, that's so that's all the, other the worst stuff is one. Not last. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I don't know. I was I was really last. interested just because I um, and I also thought that the girls were so thoughtful. Like they really were. Um, they weren't angry. Yeah, they were like, "Wow, this makes me th- feel differently and really think about it." They're very thoughtful about what they're doing. Yeah, they have a completely different brain than I do. Yeah, where they're doing it and they're okay with it, but and they're dealing with a lot of shit and they. I don't know. I would be interested to revisit them in like 10 years and see if they had changed their minds. Yeah. They seem like way better people than I would have assumed that they would be. Mm. So I liked this podcast because I like to get to know them better. I have more empathy for them. Yeah. Like I don't. No, that's good. That's a good thing. I mean, I do think there is also a distinction between folks who are like hunting deer in places where the deer are overpopulated and folks who are going to Southern Africa and hunting large game that are in danger. Like the, I just feel like there are certainly levels of like being an ethical hunter. Right. And it but sounds like these women really, are thoughtful, ethical hunters. Yes. I'd be really mad if those deer hunters were like, you know, telling these women to stick a rifle up their cunts. Well, yes. Like, I would be. That like, certainly feels inappropriate for anyone to say. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We might have to bleep that out. Right. I mean, we say a lot of bad stuff on the show, but. I mean, you were repeating. No, I don't. I didn't mean for you to say okay. just now. You were repeating it. I, mean, I, mean, I like, like the word. Actually. For, yeah. I love it. I mean, like I a fresh it. comment. Love it. Especially like on the Internet. It's just so basement dwelly. It's so yeah. gross. Anyway. 
That was a good one. You're right. Like you actually have convinced me to have more empathy for them in this conversation. Well, that's what I want. Like I want people to just think about, think about the killing animals thing. Like, yeah, it's okay to eat meat, but just acknowledge that you're doing it. Yeah. Like you're not an 100% animal lover who loves all animals. Yeah. No, you don't. You love like cute animals. And to your point, most people have never killed an animal that mm-hmm. they've eaten. They've never thought about the source of where their meat comes from or how they get that meat or, you know what I mean? No. We should really all be hunting for our meat. Every meat eater should be hunting for your meat in theory. Yeah. Well, I mean, I live in New York City. It's very easy for me to be a vegetarian. I don't think everyone should be a vegetarian. I grew up vegetarian. It's yeah. very was very easy for me so yeah, I'm totally. really like I feel really lucky yeah and we're, we both feel that way that it's like not the solution for everyone it's yeah. it's totally a privilege but yeah just don't um you know cast the first stone yeah Jesus would say yeah um anyway the, I'm excited about this podcast because I uh I really like that episode I can't wait for more I I totally agree mm-hmm. that's a good one yeah um, speaking of good finds, yeah, I really think <gasps> both of our podcast clips are like ones that we're gonna love I'm listening so to. About yours. Um, well, because it's the best feeling when you discover a podcast that makes you like tingly inside, like a fourteen-year-old at a school dance. I can't believe no one thought of this earlier. Sorry, go ahead. No, explain. it's so. T- I thought about this one too. Um, okay, it's called the Inbox, and the premise is that the hosts, who are comedians, Matt Strope and. Nicole Dressel, who Nicole Dressel was on like 30 Rock and Broad City. She's very funny. Um, so they dive deep into the emails of their guests through a variety of very funny segments. I know this sounds like it could be boring just like going through someone's emails, but it's very funny. Um, I don't think that could sound boring. And also my hand is cramping because I was so excited that I was gripping the microphone. <laughs> That's how good this Calm one down. is. Okay. Um, they have segments like uh, what they call parental units where you have to read the last exchange from a parent Um, search alert (laughs) where they search the guest's inbox for a term or phrase of their choosing um, of the host's choosing within this episode, the phrase was I give up. So you like search your inbox for I give up and then read the first email that comes up and then email roulette. So email roulette, you have to draft an email that you would not want to send at the beginning of the episode. So like, you email your boss something embarrassing or you email an ex or whatever. Um, and then at the end of the episode, you answer a trivia question to determine whether or not you have to send it. <laughs> so much goodness. So Creative funny. Thinking, so funny. And they're lovable and hilarious. They're, the hosts are really, yeah. really good. Um, so in this clip, guest Molly Gabe, who's a UCB sketch comedian, is being subjected to a segment where they look at your most recent seamless order. Uh, I love this podcast. Okay, Molly, it's time for dining in. Dining in. So you're going to type uh, seamless into your history. Okay, great. And then we're going to see the first thing that comes up. Typing very smoothly there. The most recent <laughs> The most recent order. Okay, here here we go, guys. Most recent. It's from the Hollywood Diner. I got two, okay. two Hold dishes. On. Nope. Lead with the timestamp on this. Okay. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. Your food should arrive around 2.05 to 2.15 a.m. Great. Um, I can explain. I don't ever order diner food unless it's like 2 to 5 in the morning. That makes sense. Because I've given up. And they're also, they're, that's what's open. Yeah, and these guys are fast, and they forgave me. They forgive me when I fall asleep. No. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. <laughs> this ha- forgive, 
It's oh. not that one time. You'd say this has happened multiple this times. This has happened probably about four or five times. No. Here's the thing that I don't understand, though. They always bring it back to the restaurant. They know who I am. They know I'm just sleeping right inside the door. Inside, yes. Right? <laughs> just, just literally right against the door. You're saying they should just it. leave it downstairs for when you wake up in the morning? Yeah. I'm. Well, that wouldn't hurt anybody. That is interesting well. that the policy with delivery is if we can't find you, we take it back, as opposed to it should just be leave it. Drop it. Just leave it. Is there some liability wow, for true. them if they leave food, there's, turns rancid, and you no, eat it? No, there's no liability. No, you can't. We can barely shut these places down when there's rats running the <laughs> kitchens. There's Valid. no way this would be an issue. Mm, Muppets take Manhattan. <laughs> Mostly Hollywood diner. <laughs> I can't believe she falls asleep when her seamless orders are coming. When when that happens. I forget how she said it. She's like, when that happens. Right. <laughs> That's so, so funny. funny. Um, for the record, Molly's order from that diner was an $18 chef's omelet, which she details what's in that omelet. I loved hearing them talk about the food items. Oh, my gosh. Well, they include that omelet... Curly fries, a roll as the side with her omelet, and a roast beef sandwich also on a roll. They had to be convinced about the roll thing. Uh, yeah, they it's did. She side. really you'll, sold you'll the around. roll. Yeah. Because yeah. you can like use it to make a sandwich out of your omelet, whatever. Um, all of it came to just about $40. That's For her 2 a.m. snack. So funny. I mean, listen, I am a seamless junkie. You know Alan and I order in a lot. Um but forty dollars—that's a lot of money for, for one person. And the thing that got me was like maybe a, like a normal dinner time, but I feel like this was a meal that's like extra meal. <laughs> yeah, like right. at two in the morning, it's like bonus meal. <laughs> it's so good. It's like forty dollar bonus meal. Right. Wait, do you guys ever order from Seamless? Oh, you guys all cook the a time. lot. Oh, you do. Oh yeah. yeah oh yeah, good. Yeah. That makes me feel less. No, bad. it's expensive. It is expensive. Wait. Because it's like delivery fees and tip and all that. One time, oh my gosh, I'm going to try to make this fast. We ordered from John's, the Italian Uh place in our neighborhood. So good. They have a good, because they have a good like vegetarian selection. Yeah, but um, it was like taking forever and we kept on calling back. And at one point they were like, oh, we already delivered it. They delivered it to the neighbor and our neighbor ate it. And Justin went over there to go be like, where's our... food they were like we delivered it and the person took it so justin went and knocked on the door they stopped talking and pretended like they weren't in the apartment this is our neighbors oh so my then, lanta yeah so then um we were really mad so i um the next day i wrote a note i got a box of chocolate we had a box of chocolates and i put outside their door a box of chocolates and a note that said i'm so sorry when we gave you our dinner last night we forgot to include dessert so here's <sighs> a dessert for you to go with the dinner that you ate um enjoy and when we got home, there was a bottle of wine and a, this really long note from the guy who was like this. He, he had this long story about how he got the food, but he thought it was his. There's no way. No, there's no way you get. There's no he way had, he ordered he from John's. He, he said he ordered sushi. He would have been able to tell that like this, the big thing of pasta was not sushi. And then he said, um, and then I had to go out on a business trip. So I left right away. It was like this huge story that we didn't believe. And now the other night he was locked out of his apartment. And I thought if you were someone else, I would invite you in and like, Oh my like, gosh. Bye. Wait, Boy, I, bye. at least he acknowledged that he did it and like apologize. I feel like if, if I had been yeah. in his situation, which I wouldn't have, cause I wouldn't steal someone else's food. Me. I would have 
fully ignored the whole situation and I would have eaten the chocolates. The best part about this thing is that Justin does not get mad very much. Yeah, no, I, he's even keeled. The most mad I've ever, because he was hungry. That's how you make DJ Yeah, mad. The hungry, because we were like food when he's hungry. hours of waiting right. for his food and then to find out it, it was, was already not so late. Coming. Yeah. Oh Anger. my gosh. But, but first of all, they delivered it to the wrong apartment. Right. So that's they kind of They brought us them. more. Oh, we they did. Yeah. Okay, good. But no, there's a lot of confusion. Yeah, yeah, I don't. That's a bummer story. And now I'm hungry. <laughs> oh my gosh! Careful, <laughs> careful ordering seamless. I know. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh. Sorry that's to tell that no, that's story. such a good story. It's so weird. And now we're like at war with our neighbors. Oh my so. gosh! Whoa. Um, yeah. well, that is kind of a cool one. Okay, wait. Other email stuff. Yeah, because you, I, I listened to this episode before I knew what you did wanted to talk about. Yes, uh-huh. and I was like, what? part is he gonna want to talk about because there's so there's many good so parts. many <laughs> yeah but that seamless part i was just my favorite um so they talk about being zero inbox are you a zero inbox oh hell no you aren't no impossible you're a monster i get 20 emails a second yeah like, same no, no. and i and i archive I them all up. i can't keep up um so zero inbox Maybe if you, you don't know give me a tutorial no i think you get more emails than i do first of all and second of all once you're not a zero inboxer there's no way to go back to being i think one. i'm gonna delete my entire account i'm not kidding. no you have can to you set it on fire can you press one button yeah, and delete uh, it yes i'm sure i'm sure you can i'm going to do that or you can just sign out and never sign in again <laughs> oh wait okay so i think you- i want a yahoo or a hotmail address I think I'm going to just delete my Gmail and get a Hotmail. I mean, it's cool Why? again. I want to make it cool no, again. No, it's not cool again. I'm going to make it cool again. I believe you could make it cool again, but it's not currently cool Lauren again. Lauren Purcell at Hotmail. <laughs> email me. Don't it, email me. No, it would have to be like L Pacelli 46930. There's no other Lauren in the country, so. Is that true? Huh? There's no other. Yeah. That's crazy. No, of course not. So. Not of course not. That's unique, I feel. Mm. Good for you. Email me at laurenbassell at hotmail.com. <laughs> it's way hotter than Gmail. I'm snatching up that email address as we oh speak God. so that you can't get it. I literally am right now. <laughs> um, okay, wait. So zero inbox, if you guys don't know, is um, if you keep your inbox at like uh, all of them are red. So really people tend to be two types. Either you keep your email relatively at zero or you have like three. 2068 unread emails which i can't i do not understand like what if are any of those emails important um no how do you know i'm i don't really read them like i mean it it depends if we're talking about work or my personal one my personal one i just somehow i get signed up for a new fucking thing every day yeah and so I can't unsubscribe and then I delete just, it I can't keep up. Oh my stars! So it gives me agita. And then like I sign up for newsletters for work for work and like I don't know. Oh my gosh, it's like out of control. But how do you know that all the unread ones are just the unimportant ones, and you haven't let I'm one of the gamble. important ones? I'm taking a gamble. I'm just assuming wow. that nothing is important. Ugh. I mean, you're good about email though, so I'm not worried about it. I mean, if it's from you, oh, yeah, you're like I basically just look at my email inbox all day and wait for you to email me didn't you set up your computer so that whenever you get an email from me a little sparkler yeah like it's sets a on real fire? sparkler it's dangerous yeah it's it's it sounds dangerous exciting. but worth yeah. it um okay so a big part of this is that a big part of this is this um podcast inbox um which by the way this episode is called type faster with molly gabe um a big part of this is like the idea that it's kind of embarrassing to share emails do you have any emails that you'd be embarrassed for people to read I mean, my J Crew discount emails. Like, I literally like <laughs> don't have. I don't. You don't have any juicy, salacious emails, or like. No, do you? Ah, uh, maybe. Yeah, I, I really, don't. 
What about emails where you're just like, Eric is so annoying. I can't believe I have to podcast with him again tonight. I can't imagine being embarrassed by my emails. Honestly, I'm not doing yeah. anything interesting over here. It is like, what's okay. a, you you brought this up. What? Spill it, girl. No, it's true. I'm trying to think of what, what would be like the most embarrassing email. Um, I feel like it would be more so like G-chats maybe, like me and Alan's G-chats or... Oh, they're... No, no, no. Conversations with my significant other and that could get really embarrassing. What's your last G-chat with Justin? Pull it up. G-chat doesn't exist anymore. What do you mean? Doesn't it? Google Hangouts? Oh, wait. AOL AIM doesn't exist anymore. I don't use G-chat. <laughs> wait, can you? Does G-chat still how did exist? You, yes, how did you confuse G-chat with AOL Instant Messenger? What's the difference? <laughs> um, One I, I found you a, can just use while you're signed into your Google email. I don't think G-chat exists. Yes, it does. I use it every day. I mean, it's like called Google... Yeah, I used it today. It's called Google Hangouts, well, I think. Google Hangouts needs to die. It does. <laughs> Why? It does. I, I found a potentially embarrassing email. <gasps> Give it. Maybe. This is like the kind of thing, I guess, that it's just like, ugh. Like, I wrote to my gym and complained about something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's yep. kind of like, not a good side of me. I mean, I was really nice about it, but like, yeah. just like, maybe that's not embarrassing, just boring as shit. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's more in that category. The the last email it's like I me sent. Me being very persistent. Me yeah. Being like I would appreciate an answer to this. Yeah. It's like a side of Lauren Pacell I don't want you to see. Along those same lines, um, I the last email I sent was following up with a freelance client being like, "You haven't paid me yet," mm. which that's kind of embarrassing. We're boring everyone. Um, is it my turn? Yeah. Let's jump into Jingle Jangle, the segment where we uh, play a musical clip. Something for you to tap your toots to. Do do do. Um, I'm really excited about this one, but I kind of feel like I'm cheating because it's uh, NPR's Ask Me Ask Me Another. It's a Tiny Desk yes. review. Now, Tiny Desk has its own podcast. This is the Tiny Desk winners of this year on uh-huh. on Ask Me Another. Yes, do you get great. what I'm saying? Yeah, following me. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I'm cheating because I I've done this before, but this one is. So fucking good. Okay. This might be our third tiny desk. It is. Yeah. And they're all the me. Because there's no, but they're so good. Um, the first one was really unique. Yeah. And the second one was my favorite group ever. It's just all perfect. This one was like surprise catchiness. Like I have been tapping my toots to this jam nonstop. Did you listen to it yet? No, not yet. I'm so excited for you. Oh, it's gonna be new. <gasps> you know, I'm always like, I want to listen to it at the same time. <gasps> it's We're gonna happening. Be listening to it at the same time. It's happening. Um. Okay. So. This is, um, it's a group called Tank and the Bangas, and um, they're on Ask Me Another with Ophira, our friend Ophira, and they, you can listen to the Tiny Desk episode, but it's not as good. This is a better episode. This is where you want to hear it. Because then after they play the music, Ophira plays a game about Disney musicals with them, because they love Disney musicals. Um, at one point, Tank says that Disney musicals were the soundtracks that got her heart pump in when she was young Ugh. so you know right now that i am going to identify with this music this is going to be just for you um okay um listen to them play their song quick
She took him by the hand or slipped Mickey in his vodka. Next thing that I know, man, he was reaching for his wallet. You can listen to the whole song whenever you want. And I Isn't will. Good? Because that was really good. And then you can listen to the rest of the cl- the episode and they'll play a game about Disney musicals. It's just pure joy. I oh, love I it. I love it so much. Ugh. It feels like such a news, like a like a combination of so many genres. That's what's yes, really exciting about it. Is, oh, I, oh, I, I'm in love. I'm I in love, love it. Anyway. Wait, say the name of, that, of the band again. Tank and the Bangas. Oh, I am looking that up. Good one. You listen. You can bring as many tiny desks into this I world as, if, as you want baby, because tiny desks, tiny dainty baby they're, desks. They're just little, little, little tiny little, little, little mi- mi- miniature desks. Lay out the tiny <laughs> desks. It's hard to be a tiny desk. <laughs> okay, our no comment, which is of course our segment where we play a clip without commenting, unless you're me, in which case you play a clip with a little bit of commenting. Um, it comes from. An episode that is uh, produced by the Washington Post. Ever heard of it? Um, It's called Constitutional, and it explores the U.S. Constitution and the people who have shaped it. The revolutionaries, the abolitionists, the suffragists, the teetotalers, the protesters, the justices, and presidents. That was their list. I didn't come up with that. Oh, I'm impressed. Thanks. Um, Words. You know I don't know about abolitionists, so I would not have included them if it was my list. I also think you mispronounced teetotalers. Yeah, say it. How did I I'm say, just it? Kidding. Oh. I say it? Oh, <laughs> no, I think I said it wrong. Totalers. Tito, how do you say it? Tweet me, email me at Lauren Purcell at <laughs> hotmail.com. How to pronounce Tito-tally-tary. No, email us at loveyourpodcast at <laughs> gmail.com or gchat us. <laughs> um, okay, so constitutional covers topics related to the Constitution, like race, fair trials ancestry and lots more but this no comment is from episode five on gender um this all sounds boring but it's really interesting how they sort of break down the constitution on these topics um in this clip host lillian cunningham and her guest on the episode julie miller who's a historian of the library of congress explain shortly after the how shortly after the revolution in 77 (laughs) too many words They're explaining how shortly after the revolution, the American Revolution in 1776, New Jersey's state constitution initially allowed African-Americans and women to vote. Sadly, that didn't last very long. Here it is. So there's this period from the period of the revolution through like, you know, the 1790s where there's, it looks as if there's like kind of a change. And then what happened in the early 19th century was there was a sort of a return to conservatism. So for both slaves and women, there was a kind of a backtracking. Their ability to vote in New Jersey lasted only until 1807. Then the state legislature stripped away that right. This corresponded to a broader retreat that was going on across American society in the nation's early years, away from gender equality. The economy was growing very rapidly, and there was a series of economic crashes. And there was a kind of a return of a social conservatism that reflected people's anxiety about entering the middle class and how easy it was to drop out of the middle class and become poor again. And one byproduct of this was sort of an enhancement of ideas about women's place in the home. Part of this also was urbanization. This idea began to develop. The ur- it was really the urban middle class married woman who was supposed to stay at home and kind of like not do really noticeable work. 
But if you go back to, for example, Abigail Adams' generation, Abigail Adams worked all the time. You know, I mean, she lived on a farm. She managed the farm. There was a kind of a rejection in the early 19th century of some of the ideas about women's equality. Um, I really want to... <laughs> Surprise, surprise. I really want to comment, but I don't think I need to because I think our 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 listeners can do their commenting themselves. <laughs> Lauren's just doing that thing where you press your lips closed with your fingers with your thumb and index finger. <laughs> no comment. That wasn't a comment. Was it a comment about how I don't want to comment or how about how I want to comment? Still counts as a comment. Uh, I'll never get it right. I think no comment should just be like the clip and then it's like, all right. Next thing. Oh, you're right. I'm still editorializing. Even We're getting I'm not. better. You're getting, you're improving. It's nice of you to you're say improving. we. You've always been good at this. I am terrible at this. That one uh, iTunes comment mm. even said so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I've already prolonged it. Let's move on to segment. Segment. The segment where we talk about non-podcast things. We have other interests. We're complex people. Mm-hmm. Um, can I go first? Mm-hmm. I am really excited about this one. So there's a new movie. What? Did I you see it? it? <gasps> yeah. It's by me a Coke. Oh I haven't seen God. it yet, but I'm so excited. Um, so it's called The Florida Project. And you guys, it's so stinking good. Um, it's a new movie. <laughs> I know. Um, it's a new movie by... Um, I guess the director is Sean Baker. The screenplay is by Sean Baker and Chris Burgotch. How do you say that name? Anyway, they they wrote. Did you see um, uh, Tangerine? Tangerine? Mm-hmm. I know, but I know about this. How oh, this makes me want to see it. So they created this movie called Tangerine about two trans sex workers, and it was shot all on an iPhone. And it was like it was like Jeez. critics loved it. Yeah. Now their new thing is about this like Orlando kind of like hotel where there's a lot of like permanent residents and it follows this like young girl and just kind of like their I life. I hate myself that I haven't seen it yet. It's so, so good. So I knew nothing about it going in. Alan was just like, we're seeing it. I had watched the trailer without sound cause I was like on a phone call when I was watching it. And um, I just, I loved it so much. It reminded me of how I felt when I watched Moonlight. I thought you were going to say mother, and I was like, let's not go there. <laughs> I, okay, I good. Oh, never. my God. That's really exciting to <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah. No, I am dying to see it. It's just really awesome. I'm a little nervous. It's it really might awesome. make me hate Disney World, but it looks good enough that I'm willing to go there. To I don't service. think it'll make you hate Disney World. Okay. Um, it is set in Orlando, and there is a little bit of sort of like Disney periphery, yeah. but oh, it's just so I good. I feel guilty about being in Disney World knowing that. No. Okay. No. I mean, I'm a smart girl. I mean, there is a little bit of that vibe where, like, it's like you go to the Sandals Resort and, like, a mile away, our yeah. people are totally impoverished. But, but if, like, if you didn't know that already existed, like, sure, welcome to the world. Sure. Um, like, if the Florida Project is one informing you about, like, poverty in America, <laughs> then you have bigger problems. True, true. And it's not even, like, all about poverty. It's, it's like, it's just a really compelling look at these lives. So um, I really want to talk to you about it. So, will you go see it right yes. now? Okay, yes. great. BRB. Okay. You'll wait. Yeah. See you. Okay. What'd you think? Um, Let's wait for the next okay, episode. Next <laughs> then we'll talk about it. Um, is it my turn? Yeah. 
mine's a quickie, but I, um, okay, so I think I told you my uh, family and I do this song of the day. Yes. We all, this every text day, chain. Yeah, we have a text chain where we each pick a song and we have to listen to the song and we have this huge growing playlist. So yeah. I've been listening to a lot more music lately, um, which means I'm listening to fewer podcasts. Yeah. It's really good for me because I'm a music girl. I always have been. And totally. I, I feel more like myself. I feel happier and more energetic. I love podcasts, but I like I need music to mix it up. Yeah, diversify your media. But I have always loved Spotify Discover Weekly. Do you ever use it? No. It's really good. Like you think it's not going to be. Because (laughs) almost every program I've ever used where it's like suggesting things to you, you're like, no, do we know we we talk about this on with podcasts. Suggesting podcasts. It's like, why do you think I like J Train? No, you're Rongo Dongo. (laughs) Rongo Dongo, that's right. But like Spotify Discover Weekly, every single Monday I get a new playlist and almost every single song I'm like Jam, jam, repeat, jam, <laughs> add to favorites, jam. Yes, Spotify, Discover <laughs> Weekly. I love you. You get me. You get me, Spotify, Discover Weekly. Ugh, Thank you. That's the best. Try it out. Um, but you have you, to listen a lot to like for it to get to. Like it knows yeah, me. It yeah. gets me. And and I do. I use Spotify all the time. Oh so God. hopefully it'll get me. Yeah. Yeah. Try it and let me know what you think. I will. I'll report back. Wow. We both have assignments from our segment mm-hmm. segment that I'm very excited about. Mm-hmm. Mm. Can't wait. Mm. Uh. Mm. Now it's the segment where we just make like satisfied mm. sounds. Mm-mm-mm. Mm. Mm. Hot dog. Mm. Oh boy. <laughs> wowza, wowza. <laughs> this, is, this is getting worse. Um, thanks as always to our editor, Kara thanks, Hughes. Kara. Thanks for the updates about the yeah, sports bra. Your real-time report mm. on a 99, um, 99% invisible. Uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks for telling your friends. Thanks for calling the big listen. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for emailing me at Lauren Passell at hotmail.com. Thanks for never setting up Hotmail the, accounts. The first person <laughs> to email me on that account is going to get a secret surprise. surprise. I'm going to steal something from Eric's house and give it to you. That's oh surprise. My, you know what? I agree to the terms. Okay. I agree to the terms. Oh, you guys are for treat. Um, as always, let us know what you want to talk about as far as podcasts, episodes, or podcasts just in general. Um, rate us. Love us. Listen to us. Have a good rest of your day. Bye. Bye.